What's up, everyone? I'm Benny Guadarrama. Welcome back to another episode of Founders Party, where I interview rockstar founders about their startups, their mission and vision, and the journey thus far. Today, I'm very excited and very happy to be talking to Lamar Romero, who is the founder and chief executive dragon of Dragon Spirits Marketing. Lamar, how's it going today? Oh, it's going great, Benny. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Super excited to hear what you're working on. Um, just to get started, for our listeners, um, could you tell us what Dragon Spirits Marketing is, what you're building? Yeah, sure. So we are the number one brand activation gig marketplace in America. And what that means is we match clients on one side with brand ambassadors that we affectionately call Dragons on the other. Uh, we've got about 6,000 Dragons using our platform right now in about 30 states. And we do brand activation work, which basically means for beer, wine, liquor, and CPG brands, um, brand activation activities like tastings, festivals, street, street teams, uh, trade shows, things like that. Cool, right on. So this is something I normally see perhaps in the fashion industry, right? On Instagram mm -hmm. with brand ambassadors. Is it is it now becoming, um, because of your company, more normal or more common to see brand ambassadors for these types of items, uh, alcohol, consumer product goods, or has that been around? Well, I think the term brand ambassador can have a wide stretching meaning now, especially with the advent of social media, right? Like mm -hmm. we typically think of brand ambassadors right now as influencers, somebody who maybe has an audience and will get online and maybe talk or pitch about a product. But in the a traditional sense, a brand ambassador is somebody who, um, you know, says great things about a brand and, and to, to an audience, right? And so when you think about walking into your local grocery store or a liquor store, depending on what state you live, you live in, and somebody says, hey, I've got this great food for you to try or this great liquor, this great wine, um, that is probably one of the most common forms of brand activation called a tasting, right? Because you're getting introduced at the point of sale to, to a new brand that you may not have ever heard of. Mm -hmm. And so the, when you kind of liken it to the, uh, to the fashion world that way, it definitely can have uh, a similar meaning to, to an influencer. But the nice thing about what we do in the gig economy is that anybody can be a brand ambassador, right? You don't have to have a following on social media. If you're a person who articulates well and just gets excited telling stories, then you can be a brand ambassador for our company because, I mean, there are, this, this is literally a $750 billion industry. And every two minutes, a new CPG brand is being built in America. They've got to find a way to differentiate themselves between all the other CPG brands that are out there. And our brand activation work is one way that they can do that. Wow. Wow. Two, uh, every two minutes, a new product. Every two yep. minutes, a new CPG brand is made in America. That's correct. That's crazy. And, and, and uh, shelf space is not always available for all of them, which is, which is crazy. That's uh, correct. Yep. And so... <clears throat> How does the what's the user experience like on the on the brand ambassador side for Dragon Spirits marketing? Let's say, for example, me, I like Código uh, fifteen thirty tequila, and I wanna I wanna go out and and start you know being a brand ambassador. How how do I Ooh. do that with you? Well, if we had Código as a client, I wish we did. That's a, yep. a great George Strait tequila. Um, if we had Código as a client, we would go out and they would say to us, hey, uh, you know, we want this type of brand activation in these areas. And then we'd go out and we'd source dragons. So if we happen to have op opportunities in Arizona for you and you should come learn about the brand so that when you go out and represent them, you can tell a little bit about the story and really get that brand um, 
in front of somebody. You know, when you think about that's a great example because that's a high-end tequila. Consumer mm-hmm. coming in, maybe out to buy Patron or something else like that. And um, you've got to be able to convince them that Codigo is what they want to take home today instead of their, their normal Patron. So that, again, I kind of think of a, like a tasting or a demo for that kind of a brand activation. But you could be at a festival at a, at a George Strait concert and, you know, wearing the clothing and just uh, letting people give it a try uh, in, in that kind of experience, right? Unforgettable experience. You know, first time I tried, Godigo was at a concert. That's an mm-hmm. unforgettable experience. And we hire people to do that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Codigo is uh, delicious. I, I really love its taste. The Blanco and the Reposado are, are amazing. Um, definitely. And You so, know your stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try. And so let's see. Um, could you tell me a little bit about you know, your client side? You know, who who is an ideal ideal first client for you? You know, who are the people you're, you're representing? Um, a little bit about maybe how you're reaching them or how they can reach you. How does that work? Yeah, when we started this this company in 2013, we started it with one goal in mind. We wanted to kind of um, disrupt the industry the way we saw it, which was usually young gals being hired to do the type of brand activation, which is fine. Uh, but normally they weren't educated or gave a damn about telling the story about the brand. And so when we came around, um, it gave a lot of more small businesses an opportunity to hire a firm to go out and do this type of work because they can't be everywhere at once, right? You need part-time workers to kind of fill these spots when you need them um, and be educated when you need them. And so um, I built the platform, the Dragon Engagement Network, which is a software technology platform that runs our company. I built the platform in mind of the small business so that a mom and pop who's just developed a new banana bread or um, maybe they just have a new beer, if they only need two or three activations a month, because we have no contracts and we never have in the eight-year history of our company, they can go on, on our platform. They can uh, insert the activation request. Dragons will be paired up to them. Dragons will do it. And then Dragons will, re- will provide uh, very good data at the end of the activation that tells them you know, how many units were sold, what the general idea was that was going on, what the general demographics were. And we gather up this data and we present it to those brands in a way that's usable for them to go to their um, different distribution partners or retail partners and say, look, if you take my brand on, I will support you and I will make sure that I'm spending money to make my brand well-known. And therefore, you know, this is how many activations I've done in your store. So please give me more stores now. And so it's, it's a really great way of, of marketing and brand activation for small, medium and large businesses. But we have over 200 clients now and I've got them all the way from Mom and Pops to one of my biggest is uh, Branson Cognac, which is owned by the rapper 50 Cent. Hey, 50. Nice. Right. Yeah. On. That's very interesting. Okay. So yeah, it can go, it's very, um, it's very flexible. It can go for, you know, a small business to a, a larger, um, a larger company. Sweet. It was uh, the Dragons Engagement Network on purpose to spell, to spell out den. Was that on purpose? <laughs> That's correct. It's the Dragons den where the dragons live. Nice, right on. Well, it, it actually brings me to another question. I'm just curious, why dragons? You know, why, why, why did you want the dragons to be the symbol for, uh, for uh, to make it synonymous with the people who are brand ambassadors or just your overall company? Well, in 2013, when we started, um, you know, a lot of our competition was um, profile model that or, 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 you know, model this, and and we just really didn't want to be associated with any of that. So. There was a little show on HBO that only geeks knew about. It was called Game of Thrones, right? 
And yeah. I've always been a fantasy guy. I'm a little bit of a geek myself. I'm a gamer. And I was like, I took them, I looked at my wife, who's my co-founder, and I said, well, oh, dragon spirits, like the spirit of a dragon, but also a play on word with spirits and liquor. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's horrible. It's a horrible idea. I don't, I don't like it. And then over about 24, 48 hours, I kind of convinced her on it because she's actually the one who designed the logo right here. Um, and so, um, you know, we kind of played around with that idea. And then what I found was, <laughs> as the show became more mainstream, um, the brand ambassadors just loved being called dragons. Like they would, mm-hmm. they, it just, it, it, they adopted it so well. And they, and, and it was like, I, I would run into brand ambassadors at trade shows who would say, hey, Papa Dragon, because that's what I, that's what I'm affectionately known in the company. Yeah. Like, I'm not working for you tonight. But if I was, I would have all this education material, but I'm working for, you know, these other guys tonight. And, you know, and, and it was kind of like, a, I have a mindset when I'm working for the other guys, but I have a, this mindset when I'm working for the dragons. So it became its own culture and its identity. And it, and I'm really glad that we, we chose it and stuck with it because it's worked out really well for us. Yeah, I love that. Great. It, it, it strengthens your company, it strengthens the community within, you know, within your, your, what, what you're building. And, and could you tell me a little bit about what an average day looks like for you? Um, so it's kind of hard to, to describe. There's no such thing as an average day in the business world or startup world. But sure. essentially what I'm asking is, that, you know, how, you, how do you operate, you know? Uh, yeah. How do you know what you need to work on? Well, you know, I'm not sure your exact audience right now for Seed Scout, but um, I, I will say that I did do a talk just recently that it's on YouTube that takes people through my journey, which is, you know, when I started my journey, it was complete grind. I bootstrapped my company to this point, and now we're we're doing a capital raise on WeFunder for a million dollars. But um, so my day to day has changed a lot now than it was eight years ago. But since you mm-hmm. asked the question, and I don't want to dodge it, my day to day now is more uh, administrative role where I'm managing my different department heads and uh, making sure that we all move towards our combined goals, so that everybody in the company can be. Uh, wealthy and successful because everybody in my company owns stock. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something that's really important to me. And so um, we are, we've all got a common goal to move the company. So my day to day is waking up in the morning and taking care of my kids first and foremost, and then uh, working in my home office. This is my home office um, here in Austin, Texas with dragons. Uh, and, um, you know, making sure that my team is taken care of because now my, my number one priority is the team make sure they have all the tools that they, they need to succeed. So they are empowered and can go do their jobs um, effectively and, and make our, our clients happy and make our dragons happy. Because ultimately we have two audiences that we serve. We've got to have happy gig workers, which is really, really important to me being that I, I started my business doing gig work myself. I used to be an Uber and Lyft driver. And then we've also got to have clients that are ecstatically happy so that they'll come back and use us since we don't have any contracts. We have to earn our business every day. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Family first, then efficiency, and and making sure that every component of your company is is sustainable and and stable um, and growing. Definitely. And as a fellow DoorDasher gig economy person, I can definitely say yes. Yes. You got to focus on 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 the people who are who are very essential to these type of companies. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, and what would you say is your vision? your big vision, you know, for, for your company, you know, 10 years into the future, you'd obviously want to see a lot more brand ambassadors, a lot more companies finding, you know, brand ambassador through uh, Den, the, the Dragon Engagement Network. But what's your, what's your big, what's your big goal? 
Well, we, our mission is to do a million brand activations for the clients that we represent. Uh, so we, you know, every activation that we do builds towards that number. But my greater vision, my greater goal kind of lies with what I see for the future. And what I see for the future is that there will be a gig economy company. And Benny, I'm saying this first on your podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. There will be a, a gig economy company in the future that will offer all sorts of different types of gigs. And brand activation might be one, driving for DoorDash or Uber might be another. And there will be a, plenty of others that mean you haven't even creatively come up with yet. And so that people will be able to live their lives and be like, look, I get to choose exactly what I want to do, when I want to work and how I want to do it. And I can do that Monday through Sunday, week in, week out. And I can make the kind of living that I want to make to sustain the kind of lifestyle that I want to sustain. Mm -hmm. I really see that coming. We're building towards that vision. So we're starting here with brand activation first, but there's, there's nothing that to be said that we couldn't offer uh, people to do secret shopper or people to do um, a creative gigs or, you know, even go and drive. So whether we get acquired or we acquire someone else uh, and whether it's us or somebody else, there is going to be a gig economy in the future that's going to allow people the ultimate freedom, the ultimate, um, uh, uh, basically, uh, 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 democracy over their own lives to be able to do whatever they want for folks that, that, that choose to live that way. And, and I just think that we're in the building blocks of doing that now. Great, great. That's awesome. Yeah, I wish you all the best on, on, on getting towards that goal, towards that vision. Definitely. Going into one of my, my final questions, uh, what's something that the Founders Party community could do to help you? Um, you've mentioned that you're fundraising. Are you hiring? Yeah. Um, are you looking for more people to, to join since you're now in you know, 30 different states? What can, how can the Founders Party community try and help you? Yeah, I would love for everybody to go to wefunder.com slash Dragon Spirits Marketing and, and watch my video there, uh, read our storyboard, our presentation. And, you know, I started the investments at $100 because I wanted regular dragons to invest. And man, I've been too, totally surprised. I've had dragons come in at $100 level, $1,000 level, $5,000, and I even have a $10,000 dragon, uh, which is just crazy to me because, you know, th this particular person who... Um, does get economy it was also retirement age. She's like, I love it. You're the only company that ever supported me. Uh, and I, I wanted to make sure that you guys are going to continue to grow and be successful. So, and we put the WeFunder together so that we could find more dragons, more people who don't think that they can do this, but they can because we have a learning management system built in our software. We will teach you everything you need to know. All mm -hmm. you have to have is the right firm of mind that you can go out and promote and have a good time doing it. So uh, we're looking for dragons all the time in all the states that we serve, and we're looking for clients. I mean, the same people who are raising money on WeFunder, beer, wine, liquor, and spirits who are trying to get their brand known by raising on WeFunder are the same companies that are going to take the money they raise on WeFunder and spend it on us so that we can go out and do the brand activation to get them well-known within the retail channels, distribution channels, and, and things of that nature. So... Um, that's how I think the community can help. It's just by uh, either recommending dragons to us, recommending brands that are budding right now that uh, feel that they might want our services and or generally just supporting us on the WeFunder would be great. Great, awesome. Yep, I hope the listeners can can go towards um, um, that WeFunder page and uh, your website will also be in the description and, and so they can check you out. Um, and what's the best way perhaps they can reach you, you know, personally to learn more? Are you on Twitter? Are you on LinkedIn? What's the best Absolutely. way? Absolutely. Yeah. You can find me on all the social channels. Um, 
Um, if you really want to get in touch with me, probably through LinkedIn is the best way. And um, I'm, I usually will schedule a 15 minute consultation with just about anybody through a calendar link. So if somebody really wants to have a, a deeper discussion with me, I, I'm always open to have it. Great. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, to, to come in onto my podcast. Tell me all about dragons and what you're building. And I, and I look forward to all the success you get. Man, I appreciate the opportunity, man. I think what you guys are doing here is great. And I'm looking forward to trying to support you guys and help you more too, as you go. Thank you.